God is with us. As we draw closer to Christmas, we now see Joseph brought into the story of salvation. Here he was engaged to Mary, and he finds out that she's pregnant. I don't, I can't even imagine what that would be like. That here's your plan, here's your future, you're filled with great hope and expectation about what's going to happen, and then the whole thing's turned upside down. You ever had your whole world turned upside down? The angel appears and says to him, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit, God, that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And the prophet tells us, and they shall name him Emmanuel. God is with us. So Joseph hears this cryptic language that he probably doesn't understand. Well, how could he understand? I'm sure he doesn't like it because his plans just went out the window. But the question that is asked to him by the angel basically is, do you trust? That when everything's going the opposite direction of what you want, do you trust that God is still with you? Do you trust that God is actually doing a plan that's better? Because the truth is, if God is with me, if God is with us, Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through God who strengthens me. That if God is with us, we can do anything, which is true. But it's hard when we feel like this is, this is wrong, what's happening. And so it feels like God is not with me. It feels like God doesn't care. And so then comes the temptation to us of, if I feel like God's not with me, well then, forget it. Like, I'm just going to do it on my own. That's what we hear in this kind of cryptic story in the first reading from the prophet Isaiah. This gentleman, we don't hear a whole lot about Ahaz. Ahaz is king of Judah. And the Assyrians, this threatening force is coming in. And the Lord says to Ahaz, Basically, do you trust me? I, I, will, I want to give you a sign. I want to prove to you that I'm with you. I, I will prove to you that I'm with you. Do you trust me? And what Ahaz had done, that we, we don't hear in the story, but what he had done is he went and made a deal with the Assyrians. Okay, if you come and conquer us, then, then spare my life and maybe give me some power still. And so he made a deal with the enemy. So he did what he shouldn't have done because he felt like it was his only choice. But he did have a choice. The choice was to trust in God, that the same God who brought me to this place is going to bring me through it. And so he's kind of saying, God, I don't need you. I'm going to do it my way. That's why Joseph is held up as the example this week. That's why those readings go together. That the way God invites us to act, that, that Joseph is seen as a man of faith, 
Because even when all his plans are, you know, are thrown out the window, when the rug is pulled out from under him, that he still trusts in God. He says, I can't see it, but I want to do it your way. I was speaking to a young lady this week, and she was sharing with me that this, this past year has been one of the hardest of her life. And that there were a lot of things happening around her and, and within her that she couldn't control. You ever experience things within you that you can't control? And she was experiencing all this suffering and it felt like she was doing something wrong. That if I'm not experiencing peace, then I must be doing something wrong. And so it felt like God wasn't with her. But this is, this is what she said. She said, she thought, I thought that since I was experiencing so much suffering that I must be doing something wrong and God was not with me. What I realized is the things going wrong were part of his plan. And rather than escape, God wanted to be with me in the midst of my suffering. So maybe, maybe it's not supposed to be all rainbows and butterflies. But rather, maybe it's that where I am is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And what God wants me to do is to open the door and to let him come in. To let him, to choose to let him be with me in the midst of the storm. Because isn't it true that even in a hurricane, that in the eye of the hurricane, it's calm. And that if in the midst of the storms in my life and the things I can't control and I feel helpless over, that maybe when the Lord is with me, he who is the prince of peace, that maybe I can have peace in the midst of the storm. And so when Jesus comes, we could even look at the cross. When Jesus chooses to go to the cross, he doesn't magically take away the suffering of the criminals next to him. But he chooses to enter into it with them. And so when Jesus comes into our world, as we will celebrate this week, it doesn't just magically make everything better. But he actually chooses to be with us in that difficulty, in that suffering, in that mess. And so our invitation is like the psalm says today, Psalm 24, let the Lord enter. Choose to open the door and say, Lord, come into my life. Lord, be with me because I can't do it without you. I give you permission. And not only do I give you permission, what this young lady had told me was, she said, I realized I had to choose to be where I was. Rather than fighting God and getting angry at him, that she found peace eventually by choosing to be where she didn't want to be. And so as we come to the Eucharist, every, every Sunday when we come to Mass, we're reminded that we're not alone, that our God comes to be with us, that, that he doesn't magically change my family or, or change my world, but as I, as I walk out with the Eucharist, that it reminds me that God is with me, that the Prince of Peace wants to come be with me. 
and that maybe I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Emmanuel, the Prince of Peace, God with us. And if he is with me, then I choose to be here with me as well.